Hello, grandkids, and welcome to Stunt Granny Audio 818. This is Kevin DeFrango. On the other end is Chris Calamita. What is up, good sir? Uh, not a heck of a lot here personally, Kevin, but we do have some really, really horrible wrestling news to start us off. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, not good when, uh, you are, uh, notified about anyone's death, uh, quite frankly, uh, but, uh, when they're, uh, fairly young, I don't remember, or I don't know what, uh, Jay Briscoe's, uh, age is, uh, off the, off the Uh, he was 38. Hat. So, uh, young enough, uh, anyone younger than me, uh, by a, a significant margin is young. Um, so, uh, yeah, it, uh, y- you have a few more details than I have. And, oh yeah, it, it, I, 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 I won't go into all the details that I, that I gave you, uh, off air, but let's just say, uh, um, car accidents. Uh, unfortunately, one other person in the car also passed away, and two others uh, in critical condition. Uh, absolutely uh, horrific way to go for anybody. Uh, no, it's uh, really shocking, um, and no, very very sad. Um, I was first uh, receiving Ring of Honor DVDs uh, in around two thousand six. Okay. Uh, so, and it was a pretty consistent buyer of them when they had their, I believe it was four for three sales or, or however they, they were back in the day. Um, and uh, him, Jay and his brother, Mark, as a tag team, absolutely stood out. Uh, um, as much of that as, as much of that more than, Anybody else that that I was watching at the time, uh, definitely very innovative in their offense. Uh, you know, a just a just just a really great tag team that really did maintain the quality in their matches, literally right up to the very end. I mean, the the I only saw one of the thir- as of now I've only seen one of the three matches they had with FTR in the last year. Oh, but that match was incredible. And I've heard incredible, great things about the other two matches. That way, I will certainly go out of my, my way to to watch at, at at some point in the future. Once again, that just just you know a, a, a legacy of quality. Um, Jay was also a, a very good te- uh, singles wrestler as well, former Ring of Honor World Champion. <laughs> yeah, it, that was one. That was the thing that I was going to talk about the most. Like. Because I want to say that that was when he was world champ was when I had started to realize my cable company was running just it was always late at night, uh, but they were running the ROH shows because it was a Sinclair station. (laughs) And, um, you know, I watched most of his championship run and I was completely bummed when they uh, took the championship off of him, and he never really got back to that championship level after that, at least in the singles department. I know that he won tag team gold multiple times after that, but, uh, you know, it was a... 
Yeah, I really liked the way that he was presented then, and hey, yeah, he didn't he didn't have to play off the goofiness of his brother at all. And yeah, I, I, I think it helped make him more serious during that time frame. Yes, it was. Um, yeah, he, he definitely, during that time period, he came into his own. Once again, I, I was not watching Ring of Honor regularly during that period. Uh, probably a, a little after that, I would begin watching Ring of Honor more, more regularly uh, when there was a, you know, it wasn't a great time slot, but I was able to to watch the show on a, uh, on a pretty consistent basis, uh, probably sometime after that, and would continue to uh, for uh, you know another probably another few years past that. Once again, you know Briscoe's tag matches. Once again, and that's something good with Briscoe's too is that oh, uh, there, there there are absolutely let's re- just get out of the way now. There are absolutely reasons that Briscoe's never got a WWE run. And they were never that welcomed into AEW uh, during, you know, its early period or even even recently. Uh, Jake, uh, you know, if you look it up, said some pretty horrible things in a tweet about a decade or so ago. Um, and while he has shown tremendous remorse over that and everyone who knew him believes that he did truly attempted you know every day to be a better person so i'm not gonna you know say anything more beyond that right that that those comments he made on twitter about a decade ago absolutely you know cost him and his brother you know their careers basically obviously they would continue to wrestle in roh and other promotions for years and years and years and they weren't wrestling for free uh but as far as getting uh, a big time push on a major promotion or a run in a major promotion that was closed off to them. Uh, it's just fun to get that part out of the way. Uh, <laughs> it, it's because it's part of the story. I don't need to, we don't need to, yeah, we, I, we, well, we don't need to dwell on it, but there's I, a reason they never, they never, there's a reason they never made it further. Yeah. And, and, that's and, a, that's, and that's it's, it, it just seems like it's, it's one of those things that, had this incident not happened, I kind of felt like that time had passed them by, at least for the WWE. I honestly. think they could have. I think they, but, when Triple H was signing up the Indies, I think that around like the mid 2010s, I think they would have gotten oh. more, certainly more of a look, and they, they would have gotten an NXT run at the very least. Uh, yeah, and I feel like there was a lot of uh, chatter about them possibly coming to NXT. It, their characters never seemed like a good fit for the WWE. I like, I don't know if they would handle them well. And I'm not sure that ROH necessarily handled them more than just kind of tried to direct what they were doing. You know what I mean? (laughs) I mean, they would basically give them opponents and then the Briscoes would essentially film themselves on their farm, uh, cutting promos about it for weeks and weeks. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah. really, no, there, there, there was not a lot of direction. Um, <laughs> and those promos were probably were among the best things on Ring of Honor, consistently among the best things on Ring of Honor television. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, they were able to, because of their reputation for being a great working tag team, I mean, they got to have matches with everybody. But they still got to have matches with that, with just about everybody. Um the, the Rock and Roll Express, the Hardys, oh. uh, 
believe they, they, they probably got the Dudleys a time or two. Um, uh, you know, they, I would imagine that sometime yeah. in that uh, ROH run of, uh, yeah, and, the and, Dudleys. And, 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 of course, and, and, of course, the Young Bucks, oh. uh, you know, wrestled them a million times. Uh, you know, so, you know, yeah, they got big matches on, you know, that, that, that middle of the ground scale that, that, that ROH and some, some other promotions were you know, represented. They, they also got a, got a short run in New Japan as well during, during the, during the peak years of, peak years of New Japan. Nope. So once again, I mean, they had opportunities to do well, but not as well as they, as they could have. But once again, just, uh, an, you know, a, a really great performer, a, 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 you know, uh, one half of, uh, one of the best te- one of the best tag teams for the last 20 years. I, 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 I could pretty easily put them in the top, in the top five. Yeah. It would be hard to, uh, hard to argue that, uh, even if you kept them at number five, you know, like, I don't, I don't think they'd be number one. Uh, no. I still uh, think I, that I, I, it's man, it is hard to choose. I think it might be Usos over new day. Now. I think it, I, I wouldn't say Usos over new day. That, that, those other spots are because once again the young bucks are not, not, not always my cup of tea but you can't deny their success so 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 so, so, that, so, so that's like a whole i mean i guess the young oh. bucks would not be in the top five of my personal favorite <laughs> oh no I, 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 I would say that but if i had to be objective about it i mean i guess they would have to be in the top five uh yeah yeah it seems like that would be Pretty reasonable, honestly. Because, uh, yeah, I, I well, that that that's a whole different ball game, and we can get to that later. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, it's that is uh, really really uh, sad news that because uh, yeah, like what I have seen of their work, I have uh, always enjoyed, and it. Uh, unlike the Young Bucks, like I guess I felt like there was believability in their matches. Oh, there was absolutely a lot of believability. I mean, I mean, I mean they could do all the spots in the world, but they, but they absolutely projected a level of toughness in in, in their work, and especially in their promos. I mean, Mark was Mark was more, you know, you know, Jay was more intense. Mark was more, you know, crazy funny guy, but you know. He, you knew he was dangerous too. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, once again, no, no, some, some, some really, really, really strong stuff. You know, basically from the beginning of their careers, I mean, they, I mean, they, they started what, like, what were they? Like, 7, 15, 17 when they started or something crazy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It says that they started in CZW in t- 2001, which would have put Mark at 17. If I'm doing my math, correct. Okay, so Jay went... Or Jay at 17, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Mark would have been younger then. Yeah, it, you know, just, 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 just really crazy. Once again, I, the matches in ROH they would have with... Um, I'm, once again, I'm, I'm trying to remember things. I, I watched that DVD almost over 15 years ago, but, <laughs> you know... Yeah. Hero, you know, Hero and Castagnoli. I mean, that, that was probably, you know... Oh. That was probably that was probably a little more recent. Um, once again, just an incredible resume of, 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 of tag team matches, and Jay, of course, also getting that that title run as well. 
Uh, you know, they, they, they were the heart and soul of Ring of Honor. And also the current tag team champions. Uh, oh. Yeah. Not the most important part of this, but definitely definitely, definitely something that, that, that adds to the sadness of it all. Uh, once again, they weren't done. You know, they, they were still wrestling at, 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 at an incredibly high level together. Uh, yeah, and I mean, I feel like... Uh, like you, I didn't see the most recent Ring of Honor show, so I didn't see the m- most recent FTR uh, Briscoe's match, but everyone seemed to like it again. So I'm I'm gonna assume that it was at least good. You know what I mean? And that that is not surprising news to me. And yeah, unfortunately, 38 still uh not that old uh i mean it's definitely older in wrestling but uh, it's not old old uh we've definitely seen older uh be kicking around here before uh before slowing down plus i do think that their style you know it's another one of those ones that like you said because they could do some of those spots but they didn't normally wreck their bodies like they when they were in a match like that they definitely went for it but their kind of more ground and pound offense, I think, helped them out a lot, and kept. I think that helps keep people fresh and their bodies fresh, because you're just not hurting your own body as much. Um. So yeah, that that is a a real down note to start the podcast off with. Uh, but let's see if we can, uh, bring it up a notch here. Chris, you got to attend SmackDown. Uh, how, yes, I did. how was a live WWE event, sir? Uh, it was, it was a lot of fun. Got to take, uh, got to go with my brother, uh, his daughter, my niece, and, uh, and when she took, uh, one of her cousins. So that's, uh, it was an interesting experience. They never been to a show, never been to a show before, uh, Certainly don't watch, don't even watch week to week. So it was interesting seeing what they gravitated to towards and and, and the time that they had. Uh, for me, you know, it was a pretty good show. Once again, the the, 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 the SmackDown opener with with Braun Strowman and and Gunther was a very good match. And Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, of course, was an awesome match. I would say, even though it's only January seventeenth, I, I I would call that WWE match of the year so far. Uh, without much hesitation. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, it w- it was a really good match. Obviously, the uh, the 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 ending will get it disqualified from such considerations uh, late later down the line. But hey, it's it's middle of January. Uh, we can we can throw these ideas out there. <laughs> yeah. It, um. You know, when you attend WWE TV live, um, it's always a crapshoot of of how much time is spent in, in, in ring action versus talking. This SmackDown, you know, probably did, no, I should say probably, it definitely veered more towards the talking. So it's, you know, definitely not the, not the best show I've ever attended live, but you know, it's gonna, I had a very good time. Uh, oh. And yeah, it seemed like a quality episode of SmackDown. Like, I it really... Was, it, was, it was a good episode, I I, I, I would have enjoyed it as well if I, if I was watching it at home. And again, because I mean, so much happened on the screen during during the time we were there, so it was that gets a little redundant. But I think 
seemed like everyone had a, had, had a pretty good time. Um, um, young girls, uh, around 12 or 13 or so. Uh, this may be a generalization based on a, a based on a sample size of two. <laughs> very into Liv- immediately on site. Very into Liv Morgan. Oh, no, well, nothing else about her. Gotcha. That, that's who stood out. Yeah, I mean, it is always fun seeing uh, seeing other, like you said, like people that haven't really been watching the product for God knows how long at this point. Yes. And, and, and don't really have any preformed opinions uh, going to it. It is, uh, it, it's, it, it's fun seeing that reaction. Like, it would be kind of hilarious. Not that I'm ever going to get the chance, but uh, if I ever took my either my nieces or my uh nephews it would be pretty it, it would be pretty funny uh i wonder if they i because i can't remember if it was uh, we took my sister to an event when they used to come to uh the fine city of altoona pennsylvania on tour and uh it was either her or her friend who also did not watch uh wrestling frequently uh back in that time there was an ultimate warrior uh andre no i don't think it was andre but it was some other big guy in the match and the uh the match description was uh there there were three clothes pins and a splat and that was the end of the match uh so uh, fresh perspective, always, uh, always fun and entertaining from, uh, from teen, teenage girls. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's, uh, a- a- anyone else on the, uh, favorite list, uh, aside from Liv Morgan? Uh, I don't really, honestly, not, not particularly. She was the one that stood out. Uh, but no, no, that was, that was really cool to see. It was cool to take my niece to her, to her first wrestling show. Hopefully we'll do that again. <laughs> well, cool. Um, I'm trying to remember what else. Uh, because, yeah, like, I guess I wasn't surprised. I didn't feel like Braun Strowman was going to be the guy to uh, beat Gunther. No. But it was a very strange vibe in the building when Braun lost. Because I think they mentioned it on, I've heard that they mentioned it on commentary. But before the match, before SmackDown went on the air live, they showed the video, this video of Braun and the sh- and the shoe and the and the, the shoes he wore to the ring in honor of someone who passed who died in the oh. massacre, and they showed a whole video about it and yes. meeting the kid's family. It, that didn't make that I don't believe, I don't believe that, that made uh, air, but it was just that feeling of well, how, how could he possibly lose this match? <laughs> that was in the building. And I know Braun, I know he's not originally from northern Wisconsin, but I know he's, I believe he has a farm in the area. I believe he lives in the area now, over okay. the last few years. So he uh, that obviously touched him and he needed to do something, which was really nice. So it was kind of this weird vibe that he, you know, they really, really set him up, you know, in the building to be just this huge baby face. You know, you know so that, that wasn't going to carry over onto TV. I mean, Bob Braun's popular everywhere he goes, but all know, right. When, when, when they established that, you know, what he was honoring and that he's, you know, lives in the area, which they don't really play up at all. You know, they don't, they don't really, you know, he's, he's the monster among he's, he's he's the monster of all monsters, the monster among men. They don't they don't even announce a hometown for him. 
Oh, oh yeah, okay, yeah, they are mentioning it in the uh, in the write up. Yeah, uh, yeah. Here, the, so it did make air. Uh, I because I was trying to remember. But, but the I'm video like, did not. But, but the video, but the video that was the, the, the very emotional video. Oh, okay. Did not make air. It, it, it may have made 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 social media, YouTube, and WWE.com earlier in the day. But it, you know. But yeah, so it's the vibe, the vibe in the building that really made Braun a, you know, a, a real baby a face, a, an a, extra, a, a, you know, extra baby face. But obviously, yeah. no, he was not going to be beating Gunther. Um, it's again, and you know, kind of a weird match to book. Maybe we didn't want to lose Braun to lose, but they did decide to have you know Braun lose. Uh, Gunther's on a big run right now. Uh, they've obviously got big plans for him um, heading into WrestleMania season. So, you know, Gunther won over, you know, pretty, you know, pretty strong. I mean, he didn't, he didn't really cheat. He didn't low, there was no low blows. They got uh, the other two out of Imperium, you know, out, of, out, out, out quickly early in the match. Uh, you know, so, you know, in the, in, in, in the end, it, it, it was a very clean win. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's one where uh, if they're going to revisit that, there's, got to be some solid reasons for Braun to uh to get that championship match again. So yeah, there was that uh I just don't even know what to think of the whole uh I I just feel bad for Rey Mysterio and where all pretty much all of his storylines have gone since he came back. Aside from the whole winning the tag team championships with your son, like everything else, just seems to be a shit show for that guy now. Do you? Yeah, th- I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, the stuff they, the stuff they've done with the, the holiday videos with with Dominic and Rhea, you know, were 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 entertaining and, and kept the storyline going. I mean, he's, he, he, I mean, he's being built for he's being built for a singles match at WrestleMania. I guess his son. So that's not a no. That's not nothing. That'll be a featured spot. Uh, Cross feels like a black. Yeah, yeah, yes. Working with Kieran Cross is a black hole. Yeah, yeah. And what the heck? Once again, this guy and his look. What the hell was he going for in his slacks? In his slacks, dress shirt, and die. Like, what is he supposed to be? What is he supposed to be? We've been trying to answer that for years now. What is he supposed to be? Is and once again, is Scarlet supposed to be a witch? I don't know. Uh, yeah, uh, to, yes to all of the above. You know, like it's it's something that, like you said, like it's kind of been a question. It seemed like they were focusing it a little bit better on the reboot, but it really doesn't seem any better now than it used to be. And it's just like. Why would he dress like that? Why? What, what? 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 What possible reason would his character dress like that? In other words, we we have not you know that what his character is, and this is where Triple H is at his weakest. This is dating back to NXT. This has been he, he gets these he he, he he has he has images of his of his head what he what of what he thinks looks cool, but he never really fully flushes out the character. Yeah. I... And, I mean, it's almost weird just because he's kind of been playing the same character for... Because how... What, was he in NXT for a year-ish? 
before getting called up? Or was it less time? Yeah, than that? It, yeah, it, it was about a year. But, but there's also that all that weird stuff with. Uh, well, there was that weird trial run he had on Raw. We'll, we'll, we'll just call it call it where he where he where he was still the NXT champion, but he was getting beat on television. <laughs> And he, they gave him the stupid helmet, and you know. Oh yeah. The helmet, yeah. It still, it just doesn't. Yeah, it, 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 his whole his whole persona has, has has never fully come together. No, he's not that impressive. He, 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 yeah, he's not that good of a worker. He's not that big. Especially, you know, when the first thing you do you do, do with him on, on SmackDown is put him is put him face to face with Drew McIntyre, who's who's just absolutely huge. Yeah, yeah. Drew McIntyre is large even by wrestling standards. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Drew McIntyre is he, he, he he's got that Billy Gunn thing where he, he he is deceptively huge until you see him next to mid-sized or smaller people. And Karrion Cross is definitely, when he's out of the XT environment, a mid-sized guy, really. And, you know, exposed very quickly. When, 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 I guess actual big guys. Uh, yeah, well, and like you said, I, I, I guess, to me, the biggest thing holding him back, like... I think he could get through uh, on the matches, but for whatever reason, they do seem to keep him out of the ring a lot. I don't know why that is necessarily, but I think because he plays all the the hocus pocus shenanigans, they they just keep him out of the ring. And I don't. Sometimes I feel like he needs a few more, uh, even if they're squash type match wins. Uh, especially on this reboot version of him after, you know, being on hiatus for six months or whatever it was. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's not a lot of positive vibes for one uh, carrying cross on, I don't think, in uh, any combination of these shows here. No, not at all, no. And yeah, it's it's... Hopefully it's a one and done thing with Ray and him, and you know Ray can then more focus on getting on, on getting to to WrestleMania with Dominic. Now, granted, there's still there's still a whole other you know they put them on different shows just so they don't so they didn't have to interact week to week so they could delay the match. They would have stopped having them interact at all if if, if, if the idea was scrapped. Uh, oh. <laughs> Yeah, it, 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 there have been far too many references to their fractured relationship uh, on WWE TV in general for it not to happen at some point. You know, it, uh, yeah, whole lot of references got to come with some payoff at some at some juncture. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they're not doing these... Uh, these videos on, on, on these holiday videos because the match is never going to happen. Uh, so you know, it's definitely it, 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 it's definitely coming. Um. So next up on the SmackDown docket, uh, Tegan Knox uh, takes care of Zia Lee in short order. 
Holy smokes. Not much to talk about here. Um, no. I'm, 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 I'm a Tegan Knox fan, so I, I enjoyed you know, seeing her win a match and getting, getting to have, you know, just getting to have a match. Uh, getting to have a singles match for, for, for that matter. So, but no, not, not, not a heck of a lot to talk about here. No. Uh, um, and this one uh, says it too. Uh, no one's really hot and no one's really cold. So Tegan Knox going over, you know, I guess it's good for her, but it's also against someone who doesn't really have any momentum either. So it doesn't really give her a whole lot of momentum in, uh, in exchange. Um... How was the uh, Bray Wyatt entrance in person uh, reboot it's, uh, version? It's, 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 it's definitely impressive. I mean, the way that I, I understand how the how the match is possibly very well likely gonna, going to work at the Royal Rumble. It is actually when everyone has their phone out with with the flashlight on. It is actually kind of pretty damn bright. <laughs> like it's it's it, it surprising, you know. They turn the lights off, but you know you can see everything. Oh. So I, I I imagine that's what they're going to do for the the pitch black match is going to be all 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 all, all the what well, I guess what they used to call the fireflies lit up and and and, and lighting up the ringside area. It's, maybe it'll actually be impressive and not completely stupid, but it was definitely definitely. Uh, I mean, I've. I, I've, I've been in attendance for multiple Undertaker entrances. I've even been in the been in the audience for you know multiple Bray Wyatt entrances. It was uh, I don't know where, 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 where it ranks and, and all that, but it was definitely it was definitely cool. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that, that that feud is still uh, you know just kind of moving along, but not moving along. And it is uh, I've got to admit. Uh, I don't drink a whole lot of pop, uh, a.k.a. soda, depending upon which uh, part of the uh, country you are uh, from. And uh, I used to be a big Mountain Dew drinker. Now I only usually get it when I go to Taco Bell, which isn't that frequently. Uh, But I am uh, possibly interested in getting myself uh, some pitch black Mountain Dew. I haven't really looked into it. What's the flavor supposed? What's it supposed to taste like? <laughs> I, I I don't know. You know that uh, I will. Uh, Hold on. Yeah, I was like, oh, I'll look it up. Uh, so it's oh. dew with a blast of dark citrus punch flavor. Okay. Hmm. Maybe I'll try it. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I, I I don't mind every now and again uh, trying these uh, weird one-off pops. I, I I might get a twelve-pack at some point and then and then call it uh, call it quits after that. I, I have, I'd have to try it first before I before I even committed to a twelve-pack. But yes, <laughs> <laughs> I don't I, I don't keep a lot of pop in the, in, in 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 the fridge anymore. I'm tr- Try to try to be better. I mean, I'll, 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 a few times a week at at, at, at most for that. Otherwise, I'm trying to keep it to water. Uh, I know, well, yeah. Because I know, because I know how I am. I, I, I will go back 
I, I will go back to being a three or four can or bottle a day drinker, which I, which I, I, I definitely don't want to do that any, do that at this point in my life. Oh yeah, it's uh, the, the the rationing at our age is uh, it, it's a real real problem. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, maybe one at home. So yeah, maybe a twelve pack is a little bit generous because I know the wife isn't gonna drink any of the Mountain Dew. Um, but yeah, I, I will admit, uh, marginally, uh, interested in that. Cause I do not think I had that, uh, the first go round. Uh, yeah. And then I guess we, I mean, there was some other stuff, uh, here on SmackDown, but nothing really too crazy. Uh, and then really, uh, like you said, like it ends with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. And since we got a no contest, uh, you know, it it kind of is what it is, I suppose. Like, I was kind of interested because it keeps on feeling like Sami Zayn's on the outs with the Oost, or with the uh, bloodline, but then they kind of save his bacon and help him out in this situation. Well, I mean, at the end, Sami Zayn was about to hit the Haluva kick and, and possibly win that match on his own. And then they ran out, and he did not look happy. He, both in terms of he, he was going to win the match anyway, and in terms of what they were doing to to, to to Kevin Owens. So once again, I mean the 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 climax of the storyline is is coming, and it's going to come fairly quickly. I think. I think we're we're, we're we're weeks away from whatever the moment will be. Whether it it it, it will be, and I've heard both arguments that it should. One, the, it should be the, the, the violent beatdown of one Sam, of one Sami Zayn. Two, Sami sees the light beforehand and then and you know stops the beating, say of Kevin Owens, and you know takes you know does the thing where he teases he's going to hit Kevin Owens with a chair, but instead he he goes to town on the on the bloodline, and and then that's when they embrace. So that that way it's not oh it's yay Sammy instead of oh poor Sammy. Oh, you know you know. It, it, the kind of well, the best I would expl- I, I would explain it. It, it, it Sami Zayn really isn't this isn't isn't at, at this level. But remember when Randy Orton got turned on, got turned against by Triple H and Evolution? Uh, oh, they turned against him. Randy Orton never never turned on them, and it screwed up his entire babyface run basically because he never changed. He never had that moment where he was repentant about the awful things he did. While he was in evolution, they just turned against him. So, and it's Sami Zayn because people are already prone to like Sami Zayn. It's not, it's not quite that situation. Oh, but right. I, but, but I do think that you, you know, what I'm saying you could do it, and because of that, you could do it either way. You would either have Sami have the see the light moment, or you could have him be the victim of a, 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 a violent beat. You, you could do, you could do it either way. Yeah, I think both of them work. A, at least at that point in his career, I'm not sure. Randy Orton wasn't as good of a talker, I don't think, no. at that point in his career. And Sammy, Randy, no, no, absolutely. Randy was not ready <laughs> for any of that. So, even if he even a good heel, but yeah, no, no, he was not ready to be a lead baby face. No. Yeah. And they did, and they did nothing to set the table. Either. Whereas with Sammy saying they've been setting the table for six months. 
Uh, yeah, that's that, that's the other thing about this situation. Like, I, yeah, I think Sammy, like you said, whether it's a beatdown or whether his conscience finally catches up with him, I, I'm not sure that it really matters at this point. Like, I think people are just too generally invested in Sammy Zayn for it to be that big of a deal. You know, they're... I think that they're going to root for Sami Zayn no matter what, no matter what uh, the outcome happens. And to me, I, I, I'm with you. Those two, those seem like the two most likely scenarios. And uh, I guess I don't know when the beat town would be. They I, like that's the, the, that's my only uh, problem with that angle. But you know they still have more. Like you said, like it's it's not like next week imminent, but they're definitely. Well, I mean, it, I mean it, they're it's like you said, it's going to be soon. Like it, it, it's anytime between the Royal Rumble and Elimination Chamber, basically. And Elimination Chamber, what's going to be in Montreal is could could, could be a, a a major touchdown moment for both Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. So it's, yeah, it's. It, yeah. it, it's coming. It's coming in the next. It's coming in about. What is it? it, it it's definitely coming in the next five weeks. It, it, oh. it, it's so 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 yes. It, it, it is imminent. It, it yeah. won't be next week. Next. Well, next week, I guess. I get. Uh, let's see. Since we have, I assume we feel like we've finished SmackDown. Uh, next week, uh, the announcement of a acknowledgement ceremony for Roman Reigns and. All generation of the Samoan wrestling dynasty are are expected to attend. Oh yeah! Every member of the every member of the family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 you know, I, I, I've been back and forth on this hot and cold for for months and months and months. But yeah, now I'm I'm to the point where yeah, this is happening. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, and that was one of those things that we, uh, again, if, uh, indeed the rock, uh, shows up at that, I, that's one of those things that it's just like, sorry, Sammy, uh, we've done a great job of building this up, but we're knocking this feud off a, a, a month or two shorter than we expected to. Um... So yeah, it uh is that supposed to be this coming uh smackdown here on this Friday? No, it's 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 raw. It's oh. it's, it's, it's raw it's it's, it's, it's raw, raw thirty. Triple, yeah. Raw is triple X. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 and Raw is thirty, so yes, that that will be a heck of, that will be a heck of a moment if it all goes down as I as as I'm thinking it will. Uh and then in general, I mean, Raw this week was definitely all about uh, setting up uh, the 30th anniversary episode. Um, not a terrible episode, but you could tell once again they're saving their best stuff for next week. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, I did kind of have a fun, uh, interesting time uh, on Raw with the with the lead off with Judgment Day and uh, and the Bloodline being at odds. With the two uh the two heel factions facing off. It's uh it's an interesting dynamic <laughs> and 
Uh, Dominic still, uh, the, yeah, the whole jail overblown thing is, is just really funny. I don't know how long it's going to stay this funny, but it's, it's really funny. It is, it it, 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 it is quite hilarious. And, um, you know, once again, playing off of Alpha Academy and and Gable was, was a lot of fun. No, I, 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 I'm, I'm, think I'm, you can see it. You can see a face turn coming for, for 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 Alpha Academy. I mean, that was. I mean, they were absolutely they were absolutely working the baby the baby face role. Um, you know, Otis whipped, whipped out the caterpillar for the first time in a, in, in quite a long time. Yeah, you, you can t- you can tell that they're, they're testing the waters for a, for an Alpha Academy baby face run. That's the only thing left for those guys. Like, if you want to keep them a team. You need to change the gear on what they're doing, and and actually, I mean it. Yeah, it's weird that you can go. Oh, they're former tag team champions. I have a hard time remembering their run. Yeah, I do too. I, I really <laughs> do. It's it's, it's 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 a shame. Once again, because they are a good team. They provided some some really fun moments. Um, but just oh. in the last six plus months, they just don't ever you know win. It's hard to take them seriously. So and, hopefully, maybe a face turn will change, will reverse their fortunes in that regard. And I guess I kind of forgot this aspect of the 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 bloodline judgment day thing. Was it just me, or was this the first time in a while that just I feel like Damian Priest mentioned just the Raw tag team titles? And not the unified titles. Am I uh, strange for pulling a flag on that one and uh, wondering if they're going to split up the tag team championships uh, moving forward here? Yeah, I mean, it's once again, and that's also a very interesting point. Had without really having without really any explanation, and it would take them thirty seconds to have Pierce explain it. The, the Usos yes. are now defending the title separate. The, the title separate. They're, they're literally have, they're literally having two different. They've recently well, they did something something on Raw and they're going to do something on SmackDown where they're setting up two separate t- number one contenders. One for the specifically for the Raw Tag Team Championship, which we're going to see that, that that on Monday, and then there's a tournament starting only to determine a challenger for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. So yes, the, the Usos are now. We've now set the precedent, and this could be interesting. So he, 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 heading into WrestleMania with Roman Reigns as well, that the titles are now being defended separately. So the the the, the, uh, the possibility that Roman Reigns defends one title against The Rock and the other title against Cody Rhodes is, I guess, alive. A, a Although Roman Reigns' title defense at Royal Rumble against Kevin Owens is for both. Okay, we're setting a precedent here. That would be. Uh, it, it I don't. Be tough to do, but it, I, yeah, it, like it, it, it seems. It seems like they have two masters to serve, and they do want to serve both of them. Yeah, I'm sitting here thinking to myself. I'm like, okay, now let's let's just think this through. How do you work that? You know what I mean? One like night. it's two, it's two nights. Well, yeah, the it's against the Rock yeah, one night, and then I, and the match that he'd, he'd more he'd more likely retain. And then he'd lose to Cody Rhodes. 
I, yeah, I guess that would a wild that the rock doesn't close out, close out WrestleMania in, well, maybe, in this well, scenario. Maybe he's, maybe he's only available Saturday. Well, and also what was not, um, Steve Austin, uh, headlines, Steve Sat- Austin headline, headline Saturday. Saturday yeah. Yeah, so, 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 so once again, they'll definitely give you, they'll give you something big, big, big on Saturday. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, not completely. Well, like you said, A, maybe that's the only time he's available. So that's what we're going to do. And I guess that does make a, a little more sense sequencing wise. Because uh, I'm like, oh, is he going to drop both championships? But why Why would The Rock win a championship at this point? Like, I mean, come on. Like that—that that is just complete silly talk. That's one where you win it and you automatically drop it, and that's never a good storyline. It's bad enough when it happens in r- real fighting, when someone just leaves their championship vacant and leaves the promotion. <laughs> okay, not following the Francis and Gano stuff. Okay. Uh- <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it would be weird, uh, for, I guess, for The Rock to ever have a championship. So, yeah, I guess that would work out for the sequencing. It gives, uh, Roman an extra air of, uh, invincibility going into the Cody match. But, uh, and I guess... Somewhat speaking of Cody Rhodes, uh, that man officially said that he is uh, going to be at the Royal Rumble this week on Raw. Yes, they, they, they have announced Cody's uh, entrance to the Royal Rumble in advance, as I felt that they were going to. I mean, it, it, we, it, things were definitely moving that way already. Yeah, so, when you start putting him on TV programming here and there, like a month or two ago. And then you start doing the recovery videos. You start to have a pretty good idea that someone's ready to come back. You know, because what has it been? Was this like the third week? I feel like that they've been doing a Cody Rhodes uh, rehab video. Yes, this is this is week three of that. Yes. So yeah, it, kind of a logical spot to uh, to end up in here. That uh, that Cody Rhodes is going to be an entrant in the Royal Rumble, and uh, you know, I I definitely feel like we have a leader in the clubhouse for who is going to win the Royal Rumble this year with well, uh, with him in it. Almost, well, well, that that's almost the Rock ends up in the Royal Rumble himself. Then that could get then that could get very interesting. Uh, you're going from The Rock can only work Saturday at WrestleMania to he's going to do multiple dates for the WWE. <laughs> uh, once again, I have it no is idea possible. Which, it, 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 it is all very possible. But one theory I, I, I saw that that uh, I, I, I'm starting to think uh, is has has some merit to it is they're announcing Cody in advance, partially because. He's gonna be, he's gonna he's gonna enter the match you know either one or two, and he well number one so they can get they, they, they can get his full entrance in, <laughs> <laughs> and two because you know 
If he wins, he wins after going an hour. If he loses, he still what he 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 still put in the hour. Yeah, so um, I, I think I, I I definitely think that you know, that idea has has some merit that 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 uh, Cody is going to uh, go coast to coast in the rumble, whether whether he wins or not. Uh, yeah, that could uh, very well happen, and uh, Cody seems like a guy that would uh, want to do that. So to see it happen would not be uh, terribly shocking. Um. So yeah, I mean that was uh, some uh, some pretty big news. Uh, this was a thought that crossed my mind after the Street Profits versus Shelton Benjamin and uh, what's his name? Uh, I used to look Cedric Alexander. Used to love that guy. Can't hardly remember his name now. Um, what do you think the chances are that uh, the Street Profits end up joining a rebooted version of uh, oh, what was MVP's group? The Hurt Business. The Hurt I Business. Think, I don't think at all. I don't think there's absolutely no chance of it. I, I think okay. the, the the Hurt Business is going to you know be the original four and almost. Okay. Yeah, that was something I'm like, uh, maybe MVP doesn't want these two uh, two guys that lose matches. All I mean, the time. As, unless, unless there's something I missed. Did, did I miss him having interactions with the uh, Street Profits and, and kind of being looking impressed with them? Or uh, no, it just seems like one of those things where if you're touting one of your talents is the uh, next uh, winner of the Royal Rumble uh, in Omos. And you're trying to court one Bobby Lashley again. <sighs> Cedric and Shelton just feel uh, like a lot of dead weight. <laughs> you know, they're not even the uh, the intermediaries in that situation. They are so far behind the eight ball. Because it's just like right now seems like the time to beat the Street Profits. They're not going to be going after the tag team championships anytime soon, unless they get separated. So I, I, I would imagine that they're going to be some type of personal feud or celebrity feud involved come WrestleMania time. I, yeah. So yeah, it's it, it seemed like the time for the Street Profits to take an L if you wanted it to, if you wanted the Hurt Business to get back together. Uh, yeah, don't know why you'd invite those two back. <laughs> so that, 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 that was my thinking. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you brought some interesting points, but I, 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 I do think it'll be the original group, plus almost. I don't, I don't think... I, I don't see the street profits going heel like that. Maybe, maybe one of them does, but I don't, I don't see no. them going into the the hurt business as 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 as, as a team. As, as a team, yeah. That's it. But no, I mean, prodded a little bit, but no, nah, as I said, I don't, I don't, I, I don't think so. Uh, thoughts on, uh, the, the Becky Lynch 
Bailey uh, interactions this week? Um, very, very good interactions. I, 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 I like them paired with each other. They, they have, they, they have a history, but not maybe the most extensive match history against each other. So it does still feel like something of a fresh match. No. Uh, and you know, they both get each other with some stiff shots on the microphone. Uh, that can be the challenge for the cage match. You know, Bailey, uh, you know, reluctantly accepted. You know, all, all varied stuff. And you know what? Uh, they're going to be in a, in, in, in a featured showcase on the biggest props of the year. Possibly, you know, possibly the biggest props of the year. So that, 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 that's a really cool thing for them. Uh, yeah, they, they are, uh, certainly in a, uh, in a nice, uh, nice spot there, uh, for themselves. Um, boy, uh, what else? There was, uh, I'm just scrolling through some of this stuff because I, I don't, (sighs) yep. I guess the main event's the next big thing. Like there is nothing new uh, to talk about there. <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, just the the continued evolution of the of the storyline with Bobby Lashley and MVP. You know, at first you don't know what what MVP, or at least the announcers have to, have to play up that they don't understand what MVP and and almost are doing out there until it, you start to realize, okay, they're here to run interference for Lashley. That you know. There's no ambiguity to, to, to that part anymore. You know, Lashley may not be the most, still not to be the, the most receptive to it, but, you know, MVP obviously wants Lashley back in his camp. Um, so, once again, so that part of it was well done. I mean, some, it's again, the, the usual type of match when WWE puts, puts, you know, six guys like this together. Um, there was some, some good work in the match. Uh, you know, Ziggler put on one of his. He only does a few, you know, two or three times a year where he he, he puts on a really good performance, and you start to think, huh? And then it just peters out, and, you know, incredibly quickly. Uh, you know, <laughs> Seth Rollins is his usual good self. You know, everyone everyone managed to you know play their role their role well. So once again, it, it, it was good stuff. Obviously, once again, second week in a row, they just put a really long match out there with. With uh, multiple people to just to kill time, basically. Yeah, I the the, the write up that I'm reading here says twenty six forty five for the match length. Yeah. Uh, that yeah, when you're uh, basically chewing up uh, half of your last hour, uh, that that is a real. It, it it does help to go uh, elimination route. I, uh, yes. I, I, I I do like yeah. that better than just the single pinfall. Yes. Yeah. Uh, even if it does, I mean, come on. We knew what the hierarchy was in this match. I mean, we knew yeah. Dolph Ziggler wasn't coming out of this thing with the win. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So the kind of never-ending triangle with uh, with with Austin Theory, Seth Rollins, and Lashley. Uh, lastly, with the title, with the title match on on Raw next week, and I, I, I I'd imagine that uh, you know that Lashley will have the intercontinental the, the United States Championship in his in, in some in, in his graphs when uh because it is because it is the 30th anniversary episode of Raw and it is the go home show for the Royal Rumble. 
uh, one Mr. Brock Lesnar will likely have something to say about that. Oh, uh, you know, hey, that's uh, that's one way to uh, to hype up your United States Championship match. Yeah, have it be uh, with the two biggest names uh, that almost you could practically have for it. Well, no, no, no. I mean, I mean, Lesnar's going to cost less than the match. Oh, <laughs> no, no. I mean, theory. I think I think theory is keeping that thing uh, to WrestleMania. I, at least, I, I, they, you know, they're probably going to have a pretty big match at, at WrestleMania. They, 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 they put a lot into this rebuild of him, and, and I, I think they are going to stick the landing. Now, granted, we haven't talked about the elephant in the room, but uh, every every day it seems the story changes about how about about what Vince McMahon can and cannot do, will and will not do. So, for all we know, by this time next week, the, the, the creative structure of WWE will, will be completely changed, <laughs> and, uh, and everything is just it just gets blown up. Well, I I, I do feel like I've seen uh, a report for both SmackDown and Raw the pre pre show talent with Triple H saying that creative is not going to change. Uh, so is he just trying to convince himself at this point? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would not feel great about that, honestly. Uh, just you know, from knowing how Vince has run uh, all these years, uh, it 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 would a. I hope it happens. Uh, that that will be what I always lead off with. Uh, B. Yeah, I don't know. It'd be a weird. T- I guess it would be a weird time to take over. Also, though, have the major plan like that's one where I'm like, have the major plans really changed that much under Triple H? Like some of the shuffle below, maybe has changed. Yeah, but all all this top stuff, whether you know the Sami Zayn stuff was well underway well underway for sure right because that started before vince left i feel like or did it start just after he left anywho uh definitely building up roman reigns has been on the list and i'm trying to think of one other one that oh just the cody Rhodes stuff you know obviously cody had a uh, a longer layoff than he would have preferred uh, given the nature of his injury. But nevertheless, uh, I, I do feel like the long-term ones have kind of stayed the same under Triple H the, as they were under Vince. And it's just kind of the undercard stuff that's getting better, but still, you know, being worked on. Yeah, it's for the most part, yes. It feels like everything's... The, the, the top stuff is going to be in, in place. I mean, obviously, Vince isn't going to change anything on The Rock. <laughs> or, no. um, you know, and you know, the women's stuff, I think, is still... I think there's still a bit of a little bit of flux with the women. You know, decisions, no. final decisions to be made. Uh, so maybe there's not as much locked in as... as, as you, probably the only thing that's locked in, whether, you know... 
whether they've got their answer, whether Rock's showing up or not, um, is, is, is who Roman Reigns is going to face. Um, you know, they might have Brock Lesnar's plans, you know, in, in, in place already. You know, Cena, you know, I've heard both that it could be the Austeria, it could be Logan Paul. So, you know, maybe that's not totally in in, in place yet. Or, or whether he's able to even be there is, is, is fully in place. But, no, I mean, obviously we all don't want Vince taking full, full, back full control of creative. <laughs> Yeah, just Yeah, and it is kind of funny that it does seem like uh, <laughs> it was funny when the one guy uh, sued Vince uh, uh, for uh, his his takeover. It was more oh, interesting to see oh. what was it the Detroit what? Fire Department? Yes, Detroit. Police and fire retirement fund. Now they've tried; they've threatened lawsuits against WWE before for other things, because apparently their entire fund is just invented in, invested in WWE and WWE only. Oh my God! Who's, <laughs> that, why has this not changed yet? <laughs> is it by know. law that it has to be the dub stock in the WWE? I don't know. I don't. Think that, I don't think there's any law for that. Just, there shouldn't. There, I, I'm pretty sure there isn't. But I had to ask the question. <laughs> like, no, um, it's... Uh, that 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 was kind of wild. I guess I did not realize they already had a track record of being uh, cantankerous with the uh, with the WWE. I can understand why. <laughs> Well, I can and I I can and I can't <laughs> understand why why you're so invested in WWE of all stocks for, for for police officers and firefighters retirement funds, so, which you know they they, they will definitely need. <laughs> like, yeah, it's yeah. I, I'm I'm not of the belief any. Of it. I, I think there's maybe one or two other shareholder lawsuits that might be brewing but I don't think these are going to go anywhere it, it's pretty obvious the, the SEC has washed their hands with the whole situation and they're just going to let Vince McMahon do whatever he wants so there, there, there's probably nothing anyone could do uh, uh, you know civilly or, 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 or otherwise yeah it, uh, it, it seems like a moot point uh, to be uh, trying to argue this stuff uh, so yeah, <laughs> I guess we'll uh, we'll we'll see what happens on the creative front. But I'm uh, I'm with you. I don't think anything's happening on the lawsuit front here. Um, I'm gonna assume that you did not watch Rampage this week, since you were actually at, at SmackDown. Have to ask the question. I did watch. I I recorded. I fast forwarded through everything except Jeff, Jeff Jarrett and, uh, and, 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 and the women's street fight. Uh, yeah. Uh, what you, uh, Darby and juice was solid. Uh, I, I didn't care about the, I, I still don't care about the Eddie Kingston Ortiz and black no. magic or whatever their name is. No, they, they've done a hell of a job. Uh, you know, yeah. Defining down, uh, well, uh, Eddie Kingston. Uh, no. The Jericho curse strikes again. <laughs> yeah, Jericho loves to elevate, 
uh, elevate newer talents. Look where look where they end up after a six month feud with Chris Jericho. Uh, well, don't start fights backstage. That helps too. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, the street fight to end things. Uh, I don't know. What'd you think about it? I have no problem with these type of matches done on occasion. Um, AEW feels like they've, they've, they've scaled back some of this type of stuff uh, over the summer. It felt like they, they were just, they just went bonkers with it. Oh, uh, but this was, this was, this was really, really good. Once again, just everybody's good. It's the last time Tay and Anna Jay had a, had, had this, uh, this style of match with, a, with another team when they were baby faces. Uh, so no, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, definitely a lot of blood. Um, and thankfully, Anna, uh, thankfully Anna Jay seems like she's going to be okay after that power bomb that completely missed the table and she just smacked her back right on, right on the floor. I made fun of AEW for quite some time for doing spots like that. And just making it too obvious that they were going into uh, a fun pit, basically. Yes. This was the complete opposite. There should have at least been two tables there. Uh, yes. Like, I don't know why. Like, after kind of... Because I saw a gif of it, I think, before actually watching it. Yeah. That's how it, because I, I, I did not actually watch it Friday night, so I watched it Sunday sometime, I think. And so, yeah, I saw the GIF, and I'm like, oh man, that looks rough. And then I started to look at it more when I actually watched the video, and I'm like, why the fuck was the table that close to the stage? Like, you almost gave them no room to, uh, you know, move horizontally. Like, it was almost yeah. like they were expecting it to happen, but you do kind of need a little bit of forward momentum to get away from, you know, the ramp itself. Like, you want to be clear I mean, of that. I mean, you need that spot. Obviously, it, it needs to look good. It needs to look painful. But you also needed to do enough to protect Anna Jay's back and the back of her head and as well, you know, protect uh, Willow's tailbone. Which that part did happen. Yes, it's not the former. <laughs> yes, yeah, since she was the one that got to break the table. Um, oof. Uh, yeah, that one was uh, that, that. That looked like an exception. Like the the. I think you and I discussed the piano uh, one with Elias last week. Uh, this week, Anna J gets the. Are we gonna have to start a new like bump of the week category to end the show? <laughs> um, we, we, we could probably we, we, we could probably swing that. Yes. <laughs> Most painful bump of the week goes to Anna J. Uh, congratulations? Question mark. Well, again, she seems like she's gonna be okay. So that's, yeah. So 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 that's good. Again, an, an entertaining match that you know that. Even though Ruby Soho and, and Willow won, um, remind you know Anna Jay and, and especially Tay. Tay really needed to remind people, 
you know, who she is as a performer. And all the bullshit with Sammy Guevara, it, it's been lost, you know, the improvement she's, she'd made in the ring. And the fact that she's simply the uh, legit, the toughest woman in that in, 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 in that locker room. So it's like, you know, and you you, 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 you start to forget that with all the with all the with all the semi crap, you know. Uh, well, yeah, when she starts going off about the street fighting, she's like, "I'm from just the worst parts of Brazil. You can't scare me." It's just like, yikes. <laughs> um, I have no. I, I guess I, I'm taking her at her word that she grew up in the worst parts of Brazil. I I I, I have no me I have no knowledge to to, to, to dispute that. So uh, no. yeah, neither, neither do I. And, and uh, she, if she isn't, she really knows how to sell it. Because I uh, I, I I am quite convinced. So uh, yeah, it was. Uh, uh, yeah, it'd be nice if uh, Tay got some uh, momentum back for herself. Uh, she she's definitely one that uh, yeah, hot hot start to AEW, but also kind of part of the women's division problem over there now. Yeah. You know, not that she's bad in and of herself, but they've also kind of neglected her character in the meantime. Uh, since the whole Sammy Guevara thing has gone underway, it's just like. She's just attached to the hip with him and not, she isn't standing on her own two feet, so to speak. Uh, so, okie dokie, well, cool enough. Bell time beer on my end. Uh, I uh, like to drink some beers uh, that Jeremy sent me when he is uh, not recording with me so that I don't double down on uh, Charlotte beers here. Uh, this one is from Red Clay Cider. Uh, it's their Peach Crumble, Peach, Vanilla, and Cinnamon Cider. It is uh, delicious. It tastes like Peach Crumble. Uh, if you happen to be in Charlotte and you like ciders, it uh, is of the highest uh, list of suggestions. Uh, I don't have a, a real cidery here in, uh, in Columbus itself. And this one is uh, is definitely quite good. Uh, Jeremy has a real one uh, near his house. So, yeah, should you find yourself in Charlotte, North Carolina, uh, please, please go there. That is a, a suggestion, the Bell Time Beer suggestion from Matt DeFrango11. He is at Stunt Cali. The brand is at Stunt Granny. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Download us at any number of locations, whether it's Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Stitcher. Have a good night, grandkids. Later.